Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Spa Strong Podcast. This is Royal Ellis. And Melissa Ellis. And we decided to do the Spa Strong Podcast and get away from the YouTube platform because YouTube wasn't that, wasn't very, how do I say, Melissa? Uh, well, YouTube is more of a search engine. Yeah. And we realized that it wasn't really a place that we could get on and discuss the topics that are important to Spa Strong and to y'all as estheticians and beauty professionals. And so we just decided that a podcast would be a much better route for us. Yes. And so we're, we are going to have guests on soon in the later episodes. And um, yeah, we're excited. Yeah, we're really excited about it. We feel like it's a much better fit for what we are trying to accomplish here at Spa Strong. Plus, Royal can be more involved in podcasts and share his wisdom and insight in the discussion. And so much of why we started Spa Strong was so that we could have something that we did together. Absolutely. And this just feels like, like I said, a better fit. Plus, we really want y'all to be able to come on here and share your stories, share your experiences. And we know that, I mean, YouTube takes a lot of time and focus because you're visually watching as well as listening to the words that are spoken. And this is just a better option for y'all's time, I guess. You don't have probably 45 minutes to just sit and watch a YouTube video, but probably have 45 minutes to sit in traffic and listen to a podcast. Especially if you're in California. Yes. On the 405. Oh, man. (laughs) So that's what we're doing. We're really excited about this. We feel like um, we're going to be able to bring a lot to the table and to benefit y'all in the aesthetics industry. So we're excited. But with this episode, we wanted to kind of give y'all some background about who we are, what Spa Strong is all about, and why we started it. Yeah. So I'm a police officer. I've been on going on five years now in the city of Los Angeles. And um, yeah, I have a lot of experience. I've dealt with a lot of crimes. I've seen a lot and I've had the problem solve a lot. Yeah. And um, verbally, like what we call verbal judo, get myself out of situations, get other people out of situations and just help people. So that's what I wanted to do with you guys. I wanted to give you guys an outlet, like not really an outlet, but like resources. Yeah, I wanted to give you resources. Exactly. Thank you, Melissa. That's why I love you. <laughs> I wanted to give you guys resources and help you guys with um, with situations, with standing up for yourself, with a verbal judo, getting yourself out of situations, you know, talking, you know, being able to say no to your clients, you know. Dealing when, with negotiators and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's why I'm here. And I'm excited. And, and just so you guys know, I came up with the name. Yes. Kudos to me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Spa Strong was Royal's idea, and I thought it was perfect. Yes. So, how about you, Melissa? So, I have a much longer story than that, <laughs> but I've been in the beauty industry for, oh my gosh, like 12 years since, now. Since the summer of 64. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, since I was like... 18 or 20 or something. I don't even know. You're really young. You're not even old. You're I talking like old. you're super old. I mean, but you've been doing something for a decade or more. That's long. I mean, that's old. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, so I've been 
I started as a makeup artist. Um, I studied it in college and I loved makeup. I thought it was my dream until I discovered skincare and then I really, really fell in love. So I did my 1200 hour master aesthetics uh, licensure in the state of Utah and I graduated from that in 2012, I believe, 2012. And then since that point, I worked at the uh, one of the nation's largest medical spa chains. I worked at a regular salon and day spa. I had the amazing opportunity to teach aesthetics. And I also operated my own studio spa for several years. And I loved it. Well, you're making me look like a chump. Right no. now, with your list, you're just showing off. Oh my god! Well, you know what? You know what, you guys. I'm a police officer. Before that, I was a cook at AMF Bowling. <laughs> before, before that, I worked at C's Candy. Okay. <laughs> Royal has a lot of experience, a lot of wisdom. Absolutely, Go he ahead. has so much that he brings to the table. <laughs> um. So anyway, when I was working at my spa, that my spa studio. I had to learn a lot the hard way. It was a really amazing experience, but it was really difficult in a lot of ways because I didn't have a lot of guidance on how to really run my business or how to you know, work with clients and how to have policies or anything like that, how to pick my prices. I mean, when we go to aesthetic school, we learn so much about aesthetics in the sense of getting our licenses. So we're required to meet a certain number of hours according to the state that we go to school in. And those hours all contribute toward preparing us for our state board course or tests. So beyond being prepared to pass your licensure tests, aesthetic school doesn't really have a lot of time to teach you anything else. There's not a lot of time to discuss business practices or client relations skills or dealing with negotiators or diving deep into documentation and what policies you want to have in your spa or, um, you know, how to deal with clients who want to gossip or clients who hit on you or whatever it might be. And so when I was operating my spa, I was like, oh my gosh, there are so many things that I don't know. And I had already been working as an esthetician for several years at that point. So I went into it thinking that I was very prepared, thinking that I knew exactly what I was doing. And treatment-wise, I did. I knew a lot. And the treatments themselves went really, really well. It was everything else outside of treatments that was kind of a train wreck in the beginning. <laughs> it was a little bit difficult. And for those of y'all who have been following us for a while, you have probably heard some of my stories. You know some of the things that I struggled with. And that's basically a big reason why we started Spa Strong. But there's another side to Spa Strong that um, has to do more with what Royal was talking about with law enforcement. So when I was, well, I was trying to transition my spa from Salt Lake to Los Angeles. So the goal was to have my location in Salt Lake, but then also have another location in Los Angeles, have employees in Salt Lake, and then live in LA and kind of travel back and forth. But I, uh, during that time, I got really, really distracted with my goals because I met this cop. Who, me? <laughs> who, you? Who, me? <laughs> I met this cop who I fell in love with. 
And in one of my trips out here, because I was coming out here every three weeks, seeing my clients and everything. And on one of my trips out here, I was driving down to his house to visit him and I got hit by a semi truck on the 405. That's some movie type shit. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> hit by a semi truck. Well, actually, he hit me twice. Yeah. And then I got hit by a third vehicle. So it was basically movie stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. So after that accident, um, I couldn't work. And it wasn't fair to ask my clients to just sit around and wait for me. So I had to refer them to other people. And I ended up selling my studio lease. And that was it. I mean, it was crazy. Like one second, I had tons and tons of clients. I was making really, really good money. I was falling in love. I was building my empire. I was totally on top of the world. And then I got in that accident and I had no backup plan. And I had no way of making income because as an esthetician, I was trading time for money. And so if I wasn't there working, I wasn't bringing in any income. So it was really, really hard. I was in physical therapy for like nine months after that. And I did try to work a little bit a few months later. Um, so I started going back to Utah and trying to see my clients, but it was really, really hard on me physically. I had a lot of pain during that time. And I realized that what I was doing was no longer sustainable. I wasn't going to be able to do lashes and peels 10 hours a day like I was used to doing. And I didn't know when I was going to be physically capable of putting in that kind of time without it causing me so much pain and so much fatigue. So rewind way, way, way back to when I was a teenager and I had this dream of becoming a police officer. Um, I worked with a female detective um, who was absolutely amazing. She really helped me with a very, very difficult situation that I was going through. And I walked away from the situation feeling like there needed to be more police officers like her and that maybe I could be one of them. Maybe I could help somebody the way that she helped me. So I had this secret dream forever of becoming this police officer, but I never said anything. I never well, actually, I did pursue it kind of after I graduated from college. I was still living in Utah. And I enrolled in the police academy there. And when I went to go take my entrance exam, I remember I woke up that morning and I was so scared. And I stalled all morning. I didn't hurry at all. I was running almost a little bit late. I went and I put gas in my car, stalling, stalling, stalling. And then I totally just chickened out and didn't go because I didn't, I didn't have an empowering mindset at that time in my life. I had a very limiting mindset and I just was led by fear. And my fear was that I was going to fail. My fear was that I was going to put myself out there and try to show myself that I was strong and I was capable and I was brave and I could become a police officer and then have it not work out. And that would have devastated me. So rather than trying, I just quit. 
And I just told myself that it wasn't in my cards, that it wasn't meant to be, that I, I mean, I needed to just be happy with being an esthetician. And I don't want you to think that I wasn't happy with being an esthetician. I loved my career in aesthetics. I loved my clients. I loved the work that I did every day. But I just had this like calling inside of me that wouldn't stop. But I didn't know what to do with it at that point because like I said, I wasn't a strong enough person. I didn't believe in myself enough. So a few years later is when I met Royal. I got in the car accident. And while we were trying to figure out how to paste my life back together, we realized that I wasn't going to be able to do aesthetics full-time anymore. And so Royal said to me one day, what about becoming a police officer? You wanted to do it for so many years. This seems like the perfect time to go for it. And with his help in helping me change the way I saw myself, I had matured a lot over those last few years. And I decided, you know, you're right. Why not? Why not go for it and see if I can make this happen? So I started working really, really hard. And like, it's absolutely crazy to think about how I couldn't sit and do lashes for more than a few hours, but I could go and do all my push-ups and my workouts and, and shoot and shoot and do everything else. Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. But by the grace of God, it worked out. And I was hired by the Los Angeles Police Department. And starting in October of 2017, I went into the police academy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was that was the time. That was the best time. That was the time. Having to, like, since our schedules were different, and I was on, like, I was a police officer, and we were living together at the time, and her coming- We had just gotten married. Yeah, we just got married? Yeah, because we got married in September, we and did. I went to the academy October. just a few weeks later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So, her coming home, and me, like, being a police officer already, and I'm laying down with our dog, and she comes home with her big, like, police academy bag, and sweating- just sweat seeping through her shirt, all draped with a smile on her face. Like, oh my gosh, look what I learned today. That's not how I sound. It's a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. A little bit. But she, but she was badass. She was badass. Well, she still is badass. Let's not get that twisted. But um, yeah. It was cool. It was really cool. It was such an incredible experience for me because it forced me into what I was always afraid of. Like it forced me into seeing what I was really made of. And I didn't know how strong I was mentally, physically, emotionally until I was in that situation. I was in the academy and it was the first time in my life that I allowed myself to just learn and to, I gave myself permission to make mistakes. I gave myself permission to fail but I knew this was something I needed to do for myself and I believed in it so much and it was amazing. Like I was telling Royal the other day that literally when I was in the academy was the first time that I can ever remember raising my hand in class and asking questions because I thought that I, I, th- I thought before if I asked questions that that would mean that I was stupid and I didn't know and I didn't want people to think I was stupid. And so I always just, assumed I had to have the right answer 
right from the very beginning. But that's not what life is. That's not what learning is. And I picked courses in my life that came easily to me or not, not necessarily literal courses like school courses, but just paths that came easily to me because I was so afraid of failing. And aesthetics came easy to me. Makeup came easy to me. Um, somehow I didn't quit on my business, even though that didn't come easily to me at first, my, uh, my spa business. But the academy was this place that was I mean, I had to just go in and figure out what I was made of. And it was incredible. I loved it so much. I learned so many things, obviously, about becoming a police officer. But I learned so many things that are applicable to aesthetics as well. We'd be sitting in class and discussing, I don't know, um, documentation or something. And I would think, oh my gosh, I wish that... I had had this method when I was taking all of my client notes or dealing with negotiators. Like I wish that I had known how to set those kinds of boundaries before. And obviously in law enforcement, I mean, we're looking at the more extreme side. Like you've got to be able to set boundaries in order to save your life pretty much every single day. And in aesthetics, it usually isn't that high stakes. There are, you know, there can be scary situations that happen in the world of aesthetics and, you know, behind the closed doors of treatment rooms. But for the most part, it's just protecting your business and protecting your time and protecting your money. So, for example, enforcing a late policy or a cancellation policy, because if you don't, then that time of yours has been lost. It's essentially been stolen from you and you have no way of making money for that time that you set aside that could have gone to a different client who would have been willing to pay the money. I mean, that's different from possibly losing your life, but it's still very, very important. And so I walked away from, I would walk away from class thinking, oh my gosh, I wish that I had known these things. It would have made me a much better business owner. It would have made me a much better esthetician because I would have been able to create a more professional, more um, boundaried environment, not only for myself, but also for my clients. And clients want a chaos-free environment. They want somewhere where they know what to expect. They understand there are rules and regulations. There are no surprises that helps them feel safe trusting you and giving you their time and money. So those are things that are very, very important. And anyway, I love the Academy. I, I loved it so much. It was literally the best. But when I was eight weeks away from graduating, so I was four months in, I was on a run with my class. I stepped in a pothole and I essentially broke my foot, which was horrible and devastating. And I ended up needing to resign because I wasn't going to be able to finish um, all the tests and everything that we had to do. So that was a really upsetting time because I had become so in love with my identity as a future police officer, as a police recruit. And I had put all of my eggs in that basket. I'd actually sold all of my aesthetic supplies. Um, I was going to be a cop for sure. And then when I stepped in that pothole, everything changed again. So I went through a very long mourning period where I 
really lamented what had happened. And then I was kind of lost and thinking, well, maybe I should go back or maybe I should just go back to doing aesthetics again. I mean, I've strengthened my muscles so much in my upper body from all these push-ups and planks and everything like that, that I should probably be fine to be able to do treatments again. Uh, but I wasn't really, I don't know. I just felt lost. I didn't feel like any direction was exactly the right direction. And it was taking me such a long time to heal that I started wondering if I was ever going to be able to go back to the academy. And actually, it's been, it'll be two years in February, and I literally just had a steroid injection in my ankle because it's still not completely better yet. But anyway, um, about six months after my injury, Royal actually ended up getting injured as well. Do you want to tell them about? Um, yeah, sure. So I got injured at work this guy was on PCP and he said it and he said he was saying he was Jesus and I beg to differ <laughs> <laughs> um and so pretty much we got into a fight and um I ended up getting he got the worst of it <laughs> but um I got hurt in the process and I messed up my back and my left knee really really bad and so it's been about a year and a half mm -hmm. and I've been off work I've been on workers comp um and Come to find out, Melissa's been off, and she's been a workers' comp. And so we've been off together. Yeah. Going through it. Going through it. Yeah, I'm going through it. Dealing with these injuries and dealing with not knowing what is going to happen because, I mean, his injuries are really, really severe that his doctor is kind of like, hey, are you sure you want to go back and be a police officer and carry all that weight on your back every single day when you have this problem and this problem and it's probably not going to get 100% better ever. So we started talking a lot about what our plan should be and what we want to do. And I, I felt so many emotional ties. I felt emotionally tied to aesthetics. I felt emotionally tied to law enforcement. And I honestly was scared that I was going to have to pick between the two. And we ended up coming up with the idea of Spa Strong that was essentially teaching estheticians the principles that I learned not only in the academy, but throughout owning my spa that can help them have a much better experience than I had. So Spa, Strong, spa Strong's mission is to empower estheticians through boundaries, balance, health, and safety. And these are things that we really, really believe in. And we'll get more into, you know, those things in later episodes. But we talked about it and we realized that we wanted something that we could do together. We wanted something that could inspire and help people to improve their lives, improve their businesses, but also to help protect them and keep them safe. And that's something that I feel very, very strongly about is being able to protect people who are unable to protect themselves or give resources to people who do not have them so that if they're ever faced with a negative encounter or a dangerous situation, they can have some kind of tool in their tool belt. Because as the saying goes, you can't draw water from an empty well. And so if we can help teach you something that will keep you be it physically safe, mentally safe, emotionally safe, keep your clients safe, keep your business safe, then we have done our job.
And that's what we want is we want to create a better environment for estheticians so that you're not totally out of balance and spending all of your free time working, working, working and not taking lunches and not going to the bathroom or your clients are completely running the show and you're letting people negotiate your prices or you're scheduling appointments when you know that you need time off, but you feel bad saying no, or you're coming into work by yourself. It's winter. It gets dark really, really early, or it is dark really late in the morning. And maybe you don't feel all that comfortable walking from your car to the building and you're not really sure what to do about that. Or, you know, there's so many different things that go into this industry, again, that are not discussed in aesthetic school, that aren't discussed enough in trade shows or in trade magazines. And we want to be that place for you. If you have questions about dealing with, um, you know, difficult client conversations, or if you have a boss that is acting weird around you or trying to manipulate you, we want to be the place where you can come and ask us for some advice. And, you know, we're not social workers, we're not psychiatrists, um, but we want to be your advocates. And Royal's a police officer and I'm, you know, an ex-police recruit, (laughs) but Royal is a police officer and he has so much experience with de-escalation, like he was saying, with verbal judo, with dealing with crimes, understanding what constitutes a crime, what needs to be reported to police, what you should talk to your management about, or if you're there running the show by yourself, if it's a solo spa studio like I had, how you can be prepared to handle theft or what other whatever situation might come your way. I love it. Yeah, so that's what Spa Strong is, y'all. That's where it came from. Um, we just, like I said, we just want to be your advocates. We want to offer you support. We have this podcast. We have a book that I've written called Boundaries and Aesthetics, which discusses five ways to set and preserve appropriate professional boundaries within your aesthetics practice. Um, and then we also have courses that will be coming available very, very soon that we're working on right now to help you be able to navigate navigate and refine your skills in you know documentation or consultations or safety safety dealing with sexual harassment. I mean, there are so many different things that we're so excited to be able to help y'all with and share with you. And that's our purpose. That's what we want. That's who we are, man. So we're excited about it. We hope you guys are too. We thank you for listening to the intro. Yes. So check out the next episode. We get into a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like all the rest of the episodes we get into a lot. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, we appreciate you guys again. Thank you guys for listening and you'll hear from us soon. Thanks so much, y'all. If you have any questions or any feedback, please uh, send us a DM, leave us like a review, a comment, whatever. And we're just so excited to be able to share Spa Strong with y'all. All right. Thank you guys. Take care.